Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. It's Thursday, April 28th. I'm Oscar Ramirez in Los Angeles, and this is The Daily Dive. Fentanyl continues to spread rapidly through the U.S. drug supply, and the community groups that work closely with those most at risk of overdosing say that naloxone is needed in greater quantities and closer to users. Naloxone reverses the effects of opioid overdoses and comes in a nasal spray and an injectable, but costs have always been a problem. Julie Wernow, health and medicine reporter at the Wall Street Journal, joins us for how the strategy is changing on overdose reversal drugs. Next, a sound hack called Binaural Beats is helping people to get a digital high. Our ears process sounds one before the other to figure out where the sound is coming from. But the Binaural Beats disrupts that with two similar but different sounds with no greater than a 30 hertz difference. People have said that these beats are helping them with focus, sleep, sexual arousal, and even getting high. Sophia Qualia, contributor to the Daily Beast, joins us for how it all works. Finally, the country is drowning in spam. We're getting more spam in all its forms, text, emails, social media, and robocalls. In March alone, the average American received 42 spam texts. And for spammers, it's all about the money and it's working, as Americans reported losing $131 million to fraud schemes that were initiated by text. Sarah Fisher, media reporter at Axios, joins us for more. It's news without the noise. Let's dive in. Sometimes they're handing it off to what they might call a super user, which is like a, a drug user that is sort of known in the community as someone to go to for this drug if it's needed, and they'll do the, their own distribution. But sometimes they're also uh, working with drug suppliers themselves. Joining us now is Julie Wernow, health and medicine reporter at The Wall Street Journal. Thanks for joining us, Julie. 
Thanks for having me. Well, let's talk about uh, one of the uh, opioid epidemics that we're going through right now, especially with fentanyl. I mean, this thing has been proven to be so deadly and so quickly as well. You know, when we look back at uh, heroin overdoses, this is like a synthetic heroin. It really doesn't compare with the speed at which uh, this can be very lethal very quickly. And uh, what we're seeing right now is the groups that are working with people that are are most at risk for overdosing and whatnot, and the people that are in those communities and where it's happening are calling for some changes. You know, they want better access to these uh, drugs that reverse it, uh, the naloxone, and cheaper versions of it too, so that they can be in prime position to help people out. So Julie, uh, tell us a little bit what we're seeing with this. Yeah, that's right. Um, so fentanyl's spread is is sort of making it even more crucial that these overdose reversal medications be as close as possible to the people who are most likely to witness an overdose. So in this case, you know, these community groups are generally, you know, people who've worked with drug users directly for years. It could be needle exchanges, folks that typically, you know, provide treatment and are are really like these sort of shoestring nonprofits that are kind of all over the United States working in these communities. And they're saying that, you know, maybe for, for a long time, there's a lot of public money that's been spent on naloxone at higher prices that goes to, you know, who you would think when you, you know, EMS uh, professionals, hospitals, maybe right. public health departments. But that in this particular crisis, even, you know, getting the drugs to folks that might be coming in 15 minutes to an hour can sometimes not be fast enough. Uh, that people that they used to be able to see, you know, dying over the course of an hour now are, sometimes are dying within minutes with um, the unpredictable drug supply that we're seeing right now. And let's talk a little bit about the cost because it comes uh, in naloxone. The brand name, I guess, is called Narcan. You know, most people might know it by that. But the cost for Narcan, it can be up to 125 bucks for two doses. And it comes in a nasal spray or uh, an injectable. And I guess these groups are having a lot of success with the injectable version. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's it's a little it can be a little bit confusing. So bear with me. But essentially, some 10 years ago, there's a whole like 150 or so of these community groups that work directly with uh, with drug users that banded together and formed what they call the Buyers Club. And they cut a deal with Pfizer to get injectable naloxone down to below $5 a dose, which made it much more affordable for, as you can imagine, a nonprofit organization to, to manage. What has been happening recently is there's a growing interest in nasal naloxone and the brand name that's most common out there is Narcan nasal spray because it doesn't involve a needle. And there's a lot of people who maybe aren't comfortable with, you know, putting together a shot and putting it in someone's arm. And so that part of the market has been growing quite a lot, but typically those doses end up in sort of the official channels you would think of. And so uh, last year when Pfizer just had a manufacturing issue, all of a sudden these groups went scrambling and they had to try to go to the market to try to get this stuff and they just couldn't afford it. So it became, um, it, it sort of was an eye-opening moment where we learned like this is how we're typically managing to get these overdose reversal treatments out to drug users and it broke down. And it still is something that these nonprofits are, are feeling uh, the bite of even this many months later. And so, you know, we're talking about these nonprofits, right? They're finding that they're obviously in better position to 
administer this stuff to people that might be most at risk, uh, more so than the official channels, right? As we mentioned, hospitals, fire departments, emergency workers. But some of these people working in this thing saying it's kind of all in the same too, even when they're trying to get it to people that are buying the drugs, they're selling the drugs, that are slinging naloxone, just, you know, so it's kind of all a package deal. It's it's all one a part of one big economy almost. Yeah, I mean, what, you know, these groups, they're called harm reduction groups. um, And typically, yeah, I mean, they really do have to sort of network and exist in the same space as as users. And so that means, you know, if you have like, let's say, just a few people on staff, you're not going to obviously be able to have enough staffing to get that uh, naloxone out to everyone that needs to be out there. And so sometimes they're handing it off to what they might call a super user, which is like a, a drug user that is sort of known in the community as someone to go to for this drug if it's needed and they'll do the, their own distribution. But sometimes they're also uh, working with drug suppliers themselves who, believe it or not, often, you know, they're, they're not looking to, to kill their clients, um, right. but the drug supply they're receiving is so unpredictable. So they're handing out naloxone with the drugs um, to the drug, drug users. And so the groups are asking for help. Uh, the Biden administration directed federal agencies to find new ways to deliver this to the people at highest risk of overdosing. You know, what are we seeing on that front? Right. I mean, I think that, you know, when you get outside of harm reduction circles, essentially everyone seems to agree that there needs to be just more of this stuff floating around in all channels. Right. And so uh, what the Biden administration sort of created this big strategy for drug policy that he's asking Congress to, you know, adopt laws that would would make it a reality. And in that strategy, he was very clear that one of the things he's looking for is for there to be more of this naloxone at a more affordable price. Julie Wernow, health and medicine reporter at the Wall Street Journal. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing. And of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year 
equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's full regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. What binaural beats are is basically an artificial sound that disrupts the brain's ability to localize that sound because it puts very similar frequencies that are different, though, in each ear. Joining us now is Sophia Qualia, freelance science journalist and contributor to The Daily Beast. Thanks for joining us, Sophia. Hi. Well, thanks so much for having me. Well, let's talk about this uh, interesting article you wrote up talking about binaural beats. Now, this uh, a lot of people are saying this is kind of a sound hack. It's helping people focus, uh, become happy, get sleepy if they need to. Even uh, some sexual arousal people have been talking about. And uh, people that uh, are, you know, are kind of into this are saying that, you know, it almost gives them a high, like a, a high that a drug would, even uh, uh, as far as like a psychedelic high, as if you were taking my- magic mushrooms and, and things like that. So, Sophia, tell us a little bit about this. What are the binaural beats and how do they work? So binaural beats are basically like an acoustic phenomenon, and they're not really that new. I mean, they were probably discovered like in the 1800s, but scientifically they haven't really been researched that much, and that's why interest in them has kind of waxed and waned. And basically when you hear sounds in the real world, like you're hearing me now or like when you hear yourself, um, one ear is always kind of processing it before the other one because it doesn't happen often that you're like hearing sound perfectly in both ears at the same time. And so that's how your brain understands sounds um, and kind of figures out where it comes from. What binaural beats are is basically an artificial sound made on probably on the computer if you want to, that basically disrupts the brain's ability to localize that sound because it puts very similar frequencies that are 
different though in each ear. So that kind of basically creates a third kind of sound in your brain because on one ear you're hearing one frequency and in the other ear you're hearing a slightly different one. So something that's probably like 10 to 20 differences in hertz. And so that's kind of what a binaural beat is and it obviously creates a weird sensation in your brain because that's not usually how your brain is used to interpreting sounds. And that's what scientists call the third tone. And yeah, so research over the years and kind of surveys have shown that people find different types of effects in binaural beats. And there's some people who use them for falling asleep because there's some specific types of beats that help you fall asleep. Other ones that can help you reach some sort of psychedelic high. So there's there's a wide variety of effects and a wide range of people who feel that this works for them. And the reason I wrote this article is because research recently came out like last month about the fact that 12% of the survey respondents to this Australian University research were saying that they do use binaural beats as psychedelic drugs. So there's people out there using them and it actually works for them. Yeah, you know, for this uh, reading up for this, you know, because you can find a lot of this stuff on YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. Uh, You just type in binaural beats and, and things will start popping up. I put on a soundtrack that was for Focus. So I wanted to sit down, mm-hmm. kind of listen to what it was while I was reading your article and making notes. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it I, I maybe I, if I was in the right state of mind, it did help me focus a little bit. It was very calming music. Uh, I don't know if I noticed the differences in both ears, the sound in both ears. It sounded pretty similar, but it was very calm music, uh, nothing very distracting, almost like if you had something on in the background. So in that sense, I was able to focus. But beyond that, I don't know how how uh, how much it worked. Have you taken a listen to some of these? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually have two things to say to that. Yes, I have. I have tried them myself. And because I was writing this article, I tried all sorts of binaural beats. So the ones that are supposed to get you as high as MD and cocaine and also the ones to focus. And so I find that the ones that are supposed to be more, more similar to psychedelic drugs or hard drugs didn't really have an effect on me. I didn't really love them or hate them. They just didn't really do anything much for me, probably because as you were saying, I wasn't really in the right mindset. But I do quite enjoy um, binaural beats that are meant for focusing um, or relaxing. And I I obviously don't know, because I haven't done this scientifically on myself, whether it's because they help me block out the rest of the world, and so that's why they're helping me focus, (laughs) or it's because I have my headphones in, or because I'm telling myself, well, yeah, now I'm going to listen to this and I'm going to focus, or because they actually do have a super hyper um, focusing ability, and and they really do entrain my brainwaves. Obviously, I can't tell you that, but I do know that. Yeah. So, so so that leads to the next question, right? Some of the researchers that have looking looking into this, I mean the science on this is kind of still out there. We don't know yet, but a lot of them seem to suggest that it could be of that matter of a placebo effect. Exactly what you were saying, right? You're putting yourself in that situation, uh you're listening out for it, you're telling yourself I'm going to focus. So what do they say about that? Yeah, I totally agree. So despite the promising research, there's there's like still a lot of unknown about whether binaural beats work and their potential effects. And so scientists are really working to get to the bottom of that. And some studies turn out to show that they do really work and others have more variable results. So we don't really know. And yeah, maybe placebo does play a big role here. And there are scientists who do admit that it's true. And probably placebo does play a a big effect for a a big role when it comes to psychedelics too. So we really, really don't know a lot about placebo either. And, And I mean, even if it is all placebo, does that really actually matter. I mean, at the end of the day, 
a drug, whether it's a digital one or a physical one, is is usually categorized that way because it alters your emotional state or it alters your physical state. And so even if a technological sound created in your computer and listened through two headphones does alter your headspace or your emotional state, even if it's doing it through placebo or it's doing it because it's scientifically altering your brainwaves, does it really matter? And that's kind of what scientists and science philosophers are kind of asking themselves. Sophia Qualia freelance science journalist and contributor to The Daily Beast. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so, so much for having me. It was so much fun to talk about this. These scammers are pretty sophisticated. And all the time they're using new tactics to confuse you. You know, one of the most common examples, of course, is that they will often use a phone number or mimic a phone number that has the same area code as yours. Joining us now is Sarah Fisher, media reporter at Axios. Thanks for joining us, Sarah. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, everybody is being flooded with spam. Uh, You know, it's been an ongoing problem for a long time. Robocalls is probably... Uh, was probably the main thing that everybody was really hating for a while. There's been some action on that, and uh, but, you know, the robocalls still come in. But right now, just everything, uh, calls, texts, emails, social media posts, we're hearing it or we're seeing it all over the place. Uh, so, Sarah, tell us how we've uh, this has been increasing lately. Well, I think during the pandemic, more people began to rely on digital communications because they were working from home and they couldn't see each other. And what that did was it opened up more people to being susceptible to online schemes and spam. When we think about things like email, email is such an old technology. It's really matured to a point where email providers are able to sort of weed out spam pretty easily or put it in a different folder. We have not really gotten to that point with smartphones. And one of the issues with the pandemic was so many more people began to rely on apps and communications through smartphones. And that's where a lot of this spam has now been targeted, whether it be through robocalls or through texts. Yeah. And that's uh, one of the things that's driving the news right now. So for the month of March, the average American received roughly 42 spam texts. That's pretty nuts right there. I feel like I am one of those. And I think it's just going to keep increasing as we get closer to the midterm elections. Then you're going to start seeing things from all sorts of random campaigns that you probably never heard of. Yes. And that's because campaigns in particular rely on something that's called P2P texting, which is a new technology that allows you to legally target a lot of people at once with a text. And the reason that matters is if you don't use P2P texting, you can't really, from a regulatory perspective, like spam people via SMS texting. But the thing I want to also point out is it's pretty common that this is a problem. Everyone knows that spam calls and texts have gotten worse. And so the providers are starting to take it more seriously. And as a result, they are getting a little bit more savvy about new ways to filter out calls, to put calls and text messages on block lists. One of the things I think the carriers have done, which has been smart, is they now put a notification when a call's incoming on your cell phone that says, you know, possibly spam. That really has helped consumers avoid some of this. And the spammers, though, they're getting better at their thing, too. And one of the latest tactics you had in the article, I guess they're doing mass FaceTime calls now. Oh, yeah, I've gotten one. It was very, very weird. I didn't respond or pick it up because it looks super strange. The key is for people who are looking to spam you, 
most of the time they're looking for some sort of financial gain, whether it's being able to convince you to give up your credit card number over the phone or convince you to click a link that would, you know, uh, download malware on your phone or force you to give up your password. One of the problems, though, is these spammers are pretty sophisticated. And all the time they're using new tactics to confuse you. You know, one of the most common examples, of course, I'm sure everyone's seen this on their phone, is that they will often use a phone number or mimic a phone number that has the same area code as yours. So you think it's somebody local or in your community. I think people have actually wisened up. Now when I see an area code that's mine, I almost know not to pick it up. But (laughs) they use these tactics to mislead people. Sometimes they even use your own phone number, which has been a weird one. And it's all working for them. You know, the FTC said that Americans lost $131 million to fraud schemes. This was from 2021. What I would say to anyone that's looking to be more vigilant about this is never give up your information. Actually, never do it. There's no reason for you to ever have to give up your information on a phone call. If you need to, the way to do it is to go to some, if it's your bank or the government, go to their website and directly communicate through the numbers there. You initiate those calls you should be fine. But I would never give up any personal information to someone who's, you know, out of the blue calling you. Sarah Fisher, media reporter at Axios. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. That's it for today. Join us on social media at Daily Dive Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. Leave us a comment, give us a rating, and tell us the stories that you're interested in. Follow us on iHeartRadio, or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. This episode of The Daily Dive is produced by Misty Salbert and engineered by Tony Sorrentino. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this was your Daily Dive. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. 
Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.